Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Labor Day marked the end of hot dog season. That's a real term from the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Can you imagine being the president of the Sausage Council? <laughs> Have that on your business card. Yeah, babe. I'm the president of the Sausage Council. Um, and so they were asking people as we wrapped up the end of the hot dog season. Uh, how many hot dogs do you think you could eat in 10 minutes? Of course, for reference, Joey Chestnut ate 76 this past year. How many could you eat in wanna, 10 in, minutes? In 10 minutes? Yeah. Um, maybe a dozen? You think you could put back ten? a dozen hot dogs in 10 minutes? I don't know. I don't want to. Wow. Wow. Are we, uh, is it a foot-long hot dog or just like the little... It's your uh, regular old hot dog on a bun, I would guess. Like, uh, could you do a hot dog a minute? No. I, I'd be, if, I, if I could do two, two probably in ten minutes. Come on. Most people say two. Some say three two. or four. Others say five or six, and it drops way off after that. Okay, well, in ten minutes, I could definitely do four. Wow. I'm not going to feel good afterwards. I'm certainly not going to experiment with this. <laughs> but And I'm certainly not dipping it in water like Joey Chestnut. That is gross. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, I guess the whole deal is you would take, like literally it would be a two-bite. You know, you'd shove half of it in your gob, chew it down, and then shove the other piece in. And I, I think probably I could do, well, maybe three, maybe. Like you got ten minutes. I'm a slow chewer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're a good swallower. So <laughs> no, you must be. <laughs> That's how you pay for college. A <laughs> hey, uh, Jackass crew has a, a new movie that's uh, been in the works for a while, but I guess they keep pushing it back before they release it because of COVID, and they want it in the theaters. Uh, but the the whole uh, the whole team, the whole Jackass uh, team, and the the cast members have certainly spent a lot of time in the hospital, you know, mending up after doing all their jackassery. Right. Um, since their debut in 2000, the estimated total cost of injuries to the main cast is a little over $24 million. <laughs> Closer to $38 million if you include all the crew and lesser cast members. Oh, my goodness. Johnny Knoxville sits at number one. He's racked up medical bills to the tune of 8663000 yeah, they include a fractured penis, I believe, at one point. Right. That's no fun. No. It's the name of my new album. Yeah. <laughs> made it my band. I bet he's easy to insure. I right. bet the rates are reasonable yeah. on yeah. old Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> uh, Danger Aaron, has, uh, he's in second place at 7380000 and Steve-O at 5820000 Wow. Well, plus Steve-O's the one I think has had all the uh, the rehab visits. I think he's got his right. little dabble with the... Coke and other things. Speaking of dabbles with Coke, I didn't realize this. Very funny comedian, John Mulaney. Yeah. Was a writer on SNL and um, and worked very closely uh, on some of the funniest skits on SNL and, of course, went on to do his stand-up. Um, well, I guess he, uh, last year or so, was in and out of rehab with uh, Coke problems. Oh, really? His marriage ended. Then he met Olivia Munn. They started dating, and now she's pregnant with his kid. Wow. A little turnaround for old Johnny. <laughs> See what a little coke will do for you kids? <laughs> so he's on speed. Yeah. Good for him, anyhow. So it seems like he's pulled his life together. 
the most costly injury to the Jackass crew was this uh, Danger Aaron. He broke his neck three times. Wow. For a total of 2.7. It must be like a skull and a toothpick at this point. Johnny's brain hemorrhage was $2.5 million. I don't know what his fractured penis cost. <laughs> they don't say. It's priceless. Right. Um, in your home, Lucky, who really controls the remote control? Right. Who really does? Well, I'd like to think I do. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I control the channels. Mm. But uh, Adrienne can turn the power off at any time that she wants. Oh, yeah, she shut her down? Right. Yeah, women now say it's more likely that they control the remote. See, now we're all on even ground. Everything's fair now. <laughs> yeah, We've worked right. out all the problems. <laughs> all that uneven salary thing, whatever. You got the control of the remote. Right. Um, not only do they control the remote, but they also choose most of the shows couples watch. Wow. And the average couple has a couple of punch-ups every month due <laughs> to, to what they're going to watch next. How how does it work in your household with TV constantly mm. on? And uh, most of the time, it's it's uh, I'll work the remote, but Maria will kind of decide what we're watching. I'll give options. Okay, I'll say we can get back to binging this, right. or we could start that. Gotcha. Or there's this movie I thought looked interesting, and then she'll say, "Let's do this, that, or the other," and I'll say, "Okay, <laughs> I'll do that." <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it works. The average person spends 24 minutes a week deciding which shows to watch and another 25 minutes on movies. So over the course of your life, you'll spend 112 days just flipping through channels and exploring Netflix. Wow. Yes, I guess. I've done that a lot where I've gone on and on looking for something and I've tired myself out and just fallen asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you, go through, you go through like even reviews. Yeah. And you don't trust reviews for anything no. either. Like, ah, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but then you see, oh, only, only 87%. Yeah. Well, I guess I won't watch that one. Then. Many have watched something they don't really want to watch, but people are raving about it, so you don't want to miss out. The funny thing that we do, uh, and I'm totally guilty of this, is I'll have like an hour. I'll say, oh, I want to find something that's an hour long. Mm. But then I'll waste 20 minutes <laughs> trying to find out <laughs> what that hour-long thing that I want. And yeah. then finally I'll go, ah. I actually, I don't have time to watch that now. Right, right. <laughs> you know what else is always annoying, too, is when you tell somebody something they should watch. Right. And they never do. Oh. You know anybody like that? No, I've never heard of <laughs> such a thing. Did you watch that Danbury uh, Trashers, Thrashers? Oh, no, uh, I haven't seen oh, that of yet. Of course not. <laughs> it has been a while since we've had one of these. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? Alarming, but disarming, and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Illegal search. <laughs> That's a. Um, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm coming through. <laughs> She's coughing at me. No, yes. look at you guys. You're so cute. You're such a Karen. Uh, okay, whatever. You're such a sheep. Woman in a store in Nebraska yes. decided to be a good idea to cough on people who are wearing masks. Yeah, she wasn't wearing her mask. And, uh, and she said she didn't need to. She doesn't have COVID, and uh, and everyone else around her is fine. So They're all sheep. Right, she yes. Yeah, everyone's a sheep. They That's just right. follow different shepherds. Yeah. Ah, it's a great time to be on the planet, isn't it? <laughs> and to take it to the level of, uh, you know, you don't want to wear your mask, then just, you know, fine, go about your business. But take the level of coughing at people. Mm. Right. Oh, and now, she had her excuse. Her excuse was, I, I have allergies. Yeah, okay, let's go with that. 
And and now you've got people who are attacking. They got like a mobile uh, vaccine units uh, throughout the states because, of course, the numbers are surging. You got people attacking them now. Right. Well, not only that, you have people in in this country and in this province who are rallying outside of hospitals Mm -hmm. and stopping and harassing hospital workers as they're doing their jobs. These are people who, should you catch this or anything else... Mm. Their job is to save you yeah, and treat you. They don't quite seem to you know, you understand wanna, You that. have every right to protest. You want to do it in front of your constituent office or in front of parliament, uh, in front of the legislature. Go ahead. You have that right to protest, and you can absolutely do it. To do it in front of a hospital worker or any other place of business is just ridiculous. On this day, 30 years ago, September 9th, 1991... The Maury Povich Show premiered. Oh. Maury is known as the reigning champ of trash TV, a mantle once held by the likes of uh, Geraldo and Jerry Springer. I remember being in college in the early 90s, and there was a, at Humber, there was like a, just a student lounge kind of hangout area, and they had TVs in there and couches, and every morning at 11 a.m., it seemed we didn't have a class or we skipped it. So a bunch of us could go hang out on those couches and watch Geraldo. At the time, it would seemed like such crazy TV with the right. fights breaking out all the time. And um, but those shows have all disappeared, and Maury is still hanging in there. Is he really? Yeah, he is. Uh, now, when it when it first premiered, it aimed to be more grounded and to have more kind of weighty talk show subjects, <laughs> but. You are the father. Well, yeah, because what <laughs> happened to him was he tried that for a, about an episode or two. Right. But the Springer show was dominating in the ratings with its focus on fighting and sex and sex fighting. Uh, so the Maury Povich show became the Maury show. And that's right. It just became the paternity right. test forever with the odd fight throwing in. And, uh, yeah, to this day, as of the last TV season, Maury was the top-rated syndicated TV show amongst all key advertising demos. Really? Yeah. He's still hanging in there with all the maternity tests. (laughs) (laughs) There are a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people getting busy, you know. Were you ever a fan of any of those, Maury or Jerry Springer or... Well, I'm sure I've watched a couple episodes here or there. Which one was it, Maury, or was it Springer? Where like even the the bodyguard like became a celebrity? I think that was off of Springer. Yeah, Springer was the sleaziest of them all, and yet at the end he'd always give that little uh, speech yeah. trying to change everybody's morals. But he was turned out to be a. I think he didn't he get in trouble? Didn't some women come out and say that he had uh, abused them in some way? Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, those were uh, those were good TV shows. I guess Geraldo's biggest claim to fame was remember he had the Nazis on and he got his yes. nose broken. Yeah, he got a massive fight in the crowd in that one episode. <laughs> he was a thing of beauty. <laughs> well, the uh, Miss America pageant is still a thing. Uh, I guess a couple of years ago they got rid of the um, the uh, bathing suit part, That's right, the swimsuit yes. competition yeah. back in 2018. Now it's just evening gowns and questions, right? Um, and, well, now they're deciding to take it in a whole other uh, direction as they're going to focus more on women's wellness, uh, optimal health rather than physical appearance. I don't oh. know what the hell they're going to do. 
for that, perhaps Miss Delaware will have to do a uh, urine stool and blood test. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Delaware, your results are back in, and you're perfect. Cholesterol's a little high, but that's something more about Delaware than Making you. Making her way across the stage, Miss Delaware, with her stool sample, is <laughs> headed to testing. <laughs> Please don't drop it. <laughs> uh, oh, really? But, but, I mean, it's not like these... Women weren't in good shape to begin with, right? Right. I guess. I guess the idea being now in good health and shape, and not, you know, starving themselves mm-hmm. or worse to uh, to try and maintain a figure. As long as they never, ever, ever get rid of the question period, <laughs> because that is hands down <laughs> the best. And we take you back. Oh, you going to hear this? Yes, to 2007. Oh, this just make this hearingness makes me so uncomfortable. Miss Teen USA pageant. <sighs> Miss South Carolina is called up. Here's her question with Mario Lopez by her side. Here's her question and here's her answer. It goes down as the worst answer ever in pageant history. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed- education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. Or, or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much South Carolina. Poor Mario Lopez, oh. and I don't think I've ever said poor Mario Lopez. <laughs> I, I, I cringe for so many reasons, but just thinking of like her family yeah. who are watching, is so proud of this moment. She's made it. I'm sure they've been through pageants their entire sure, life, spent a fortune, and uh, spent fortunes. She's made it to Miss Teen USA. She's, she's and and so proud. And then you hear that, yeah. and you you know. You must just want to swallow your fist at that point. Now, a little follow-up. Her name is Lauren Caitlin Upton. She goes by Caitlin Upton. And I guess uh, after the pageant, um, the Today Show welcomed her uh, on, and yeah. they gave her another chance to answer, where she gave a much better uh, yes. answer. Uh, don't worry about her, though. Uh, today, she is a real estate agent in Brentwood, Los Angeles. She's doing okay. She's doing just fine. <laughs> and the other, so... They rehearse. Like, they have people... Remember Miss Congeniality? Like, they have people training them yeah. on, on how to answer these questions. You could just hear the hamster going oh, yeah. in her brain yep. about all the things she studied <laughs> and, you know, uh, probably situations in the Middle East and all of that. And she was trying to bring that in mm. and had no clue what the hell she was saying. I can only imagine that, like, her boyfriend was probably in the answer. Like, like Family Feud, like, good answer! Good answer! <laughs> You need Steve Harvey there. Say, no, that's a horrible answer. Oh, but of course, remember Steve Harvey was the one yes. who screwed up the uh, the name of the winner that <laughs> one year. Right. I do find it interesting, though, that she sells real estate. Do you think she has a hard time finding the homes <laughs> on a map? <laughs> the first movie to ever have an official website was Stargate in 1994. I don't remember that movie. You no. remember a movie called Stargate? Stargate? No, it was the first 
movie to ever have a sounds like a Star Trek kind of thing. Yeah, half of your ice cream is just air. Air. That's half of your ice cream. Okay. So I'm going to tell that to the doctor next time. There's no (laughs) cholesterol in air, I don't think. The necktie was invented in Croatia. Their troops wore them as part of their uniform in the 1600s. And when the French saw them, they liked them so much that neckties started selling in France almost immediately. Really? Yeah. On April 18th, 1930... It was such a slow news day, the BBC declared there was no news and just played piano music instead of reporting anything. Oh, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dream for a day where that could happen. Steve Jobs, uh, his first job was an internship at Hewlett Packard. He was 12 years old. He was uh, a little Doogie Hauser in there. Yeah, I think so. The Wheel of Fortune wheel. Has 200 lights, 73 steel pins, and weighs 2,400 pounds. Holy cow. And there's only one of them. So when the show goes on the road, they move it around. Really? Yeah. Uh, and it has to go very far, too, because Pat and Vanna have to oh, go. Yeah. Now, I love the, the gig that they have. It's the greatest ever. Right? Like, she's making millions mm-hmm. to not even turn the, the letters anymore. She just has to, like, walk by them. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're like infrared censored now, but you know when they give away, they have like a theme week where they're giving away trips to oh, yeah. Spain and the Alps, and, and, and Pat, they have to go. Pat's got to be there. They got to go to to film it for yeah. a few seconds to you know just make sure that the trip's good enough to give away to people. Pat Sajak is great. I mean, that guy has got uh, nine lives. This dude, you know, has hosted that show forever, and then for like a, a, a cup of coffee, he had a talk show. That lasted literally like one episode. Like it was so bad. (laughs) And then he scurried right back to that wheel. Right. You notice too with the camera work. Go back and look at uh, Wheel of Fortune from the 80s and 90s. That camera was close in on Vanna. Yeah. They backed that bad boy way up. <laughs> She's like at the end of a football field now you can't see her. We watch it. I love it. Like the end, he'll say, you know, when, when they come to do that, the, the final puzzle. Yeah. He's like, okay, you stand on this spot right here. Like, why the hell? You can stand in any general direction yeah. of that spot. I know. You, know, you don't have to point them to, to the X. Not a bad gig, eh? <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And I understand with game shows, too, that it's not... Even though it airs daily, it's not a daily thing they film. They'll they'll bang out like a week's worth in oh, one yeah. day. Well, and Jeopardy, then, they do five in a day. And then they get the rest of the week off. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. Some of the names Disney considered for the seven dwarfs, I can't believe this to be true, included Tipsy, Jumpy, Dirty, Sleazy, Awful, and Chesty. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw a different version (laughs) of the Seven Dwarfs with those names. I like Tipsy. Here's a question. Can they they still have that movie out? Oh, I guess. With the name The Dwarfs? Oh, I don't know. In this. Seven Small People. Day day and age, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, I certainly have not seen it. You have to go to the Disney Plus channel. It's probably there. Right. Yeah, maybe things like that get a pass. You know, again, that's that's a terrific example of explaining. It's mm-hmm. a great life lesson. Yeah. You can explain to your kids, look, this movie was made in the 1950s or whatever the hell it was made. 
when they referred to small people as dwarfs. Yes. Of course, we don't do that anymore. Instead of just changing it. Right. Anyhow. And I guess, too, they're also mythical creatures, right? They're yeah. <laughs> Chesty. <laughs> uh, well, I guess it couldn't have been a male dwarf at that point. Or maybe. Um, and this won't be hard to answer. What country do you think is the biggest donut-eating country in the world? Oh, do we win? We, us, Canada. We eat more donuts per capita and have more donut shops per capita than any other country. Of course we do. We own them, baby, and we're very proud of it. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.